From the Mount Smart faithful to the bandwagon supporters and everyone in between, we share a special bond. The Warriors. And who better to talk about the team we love than a bunch of nobodies? Let's go. Because this is Warriors Anonymous. <coughs> what up? This is Warriors Anonymous. Don't worry. I'm not a Bulldog supporter. <laughs> We've got a special guest opening the show tonight. He decided to come along and I uh, wanted to see what was happening. So, Prince Miles, lead us off, bro. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you had your moment. You had your moment. You, you froze. You froze. Uh, my name is Jared Cronin. This Warriors Anonymous. And, uh, well, U-G-L-Y. We were pretty bad off the bye, weren't we, boys? Uh, the Warriors, yeah. Uh, not great, but uh, let's bring in the lads to uh, dissect what happened on that fateful Friday against the Grubs. First of all, on our panel, we'll start with you, Moneta Sauce. Bro, uh, uh, you're not uh, ripping any fresh ones there at the moment, are you? <laughs> no, I was ripping a few fresh ones during the game, though. <laughs> Yeah, um, and also in the warm up to this uh, recording as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just creating some ambience, just ambience. That's right. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, that was um, yes. The, I would say the ref didn't have control of that game, and I didn't have a control myself of that. So yeah, because it's of good that, to hear so. I'm not the only one. Because yeah, some people have have mentioned that uh, the game took them to really strange places that we hadn't really mm. been in a while, and uh, I was definitely one of those people who. Yeah, got a little bit caught up in the whole uh, whole oh, thing, but uh, that's all good. <laughs> We've also got uh, Daniel Farakura, who featured on the uh, the Wires Up podcast uh, during the week, bro. How did that go? Uh, yeah, yeah, awesome. Always good talking to the bro. Eleven about uh, all things Wires. Um, yeah, we dissected the game, we'll preview in the next four rounds. Um, yeah, just had a good chat, and and I think that well, going into this game, we knew it was the could be the trickier of trickiest of the games as well obviously we've still got four games to go um and it proved to be very tricky but probably not for the reasons we thought it would be tricky but um look wins a win we got it and i did say on that potty like just 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 soak it in warriors <laughs> fans we are you know you deserve it all this this hard the hard yakky you've done for the last few years you know the boys they got the job done yeah that's right and 100%, those kind of games were the ones where we would never win those before. Um, so it does show a lot of uh, a lot of how far we've come yeah. in a very short I was, time. I was, I was a bit worried about the whole uh, repeat of the Sharks last year, remember? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, there was definite PTSD setting in that second quarter, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's happening again. Uh, but that's all good. Um, now, uh, Buddha, you mentioned Levon um, from the Wires Up podcast. I actually featured on the Ruin Hammer podcast with Levon during the week as well. So uh, that was cool. It was like a little massive kind of super crossover uh, podcast event. So uh, that was, it was good fun with the boys having a chat and uh, just seeing how they, you know, how they operate things, bro. There's, uh, there's some definite stuff we can learn from those lads. I can tell you that much. Um, but Isaac, bro, you, uh, you went to a, I understand you went to a bit of a networking event uh, earlier in the week. And um, there was some people who actually knew about our podcast. Yeah. They knew about it. They knew about the podcast. They they definitely knew about the um, Up the Waz uh, parody song. <laughs> so that's where I managed to catch their attention and say, hey, that was Warriors Anonymous. That's our podcast. So that was quite cool getting 
random people at a business networking uh, event to recognize. So. Hi, I'm Steve. Cool. Hi, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you like to do in your uh, in your spare time, Isaac, when you're not uh, networking and growing your growing your your business. I was like, oh. I do a podcast. <laughs> That's really interesting. It's on stock market. No, it's about warriors. <laughs> no, they're they're a good bunch. They're a good bunch. Yeah, but it was quite funny having people recognize it. So, uh, yeah, I might have to jump into a few more networking things. Absolutely, work. Sign some uh, napkins in that, bro. Just uh, send them out. Hey, kind regards. Warriors Anonymous. Keep shooting for the stars. Something like that. Not trying to hand up my number. Yeah. <laughs> I run a podcast. You sure you want my autograph? You don't want my autograph? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> don't you cards. know who I am? <laughs> Jonathan, um, Daniel, you've had similar instances uh, in, in recent memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, the bro uh, Hammer that you boys know, uh, just through work connections, he was like, hey, bro, yeah. you on on that Warriors Anonymous podcast, eh? With Jed and Moneta. It's like, yeah, I am, bro. So, yeah, get, getting sort of recognized as random. And obviously, when we caught up in uh, for the Broncos game in Napier, when, like, lots of Waz fans got together, there was obviously a few bros there. Um, Lancelot, Lancey over in G- uh, Germany as well. Uh, it was good to meet him then as well. He's a, he's a good man. Um, passionate, hearty Warriors supporter from over in Germany, which is awesome. Yeah, awesome. Wonder what um wonder how you say up the wires in German. Hmm. Oops of ours. Yeah. Oops of ours. Anyway. Oops of ours. Wunderbar. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We've got some uh we've got some real uh, pressing issues to uh, get into because uh when players you know when they when they do the wrong thing on the field, they can get referred to stuff like the match review committee um, and the judiciary. Uh, but this is going to be a fate slightly worse because uh, this is going to be our short balls for today. And uh, it's going to be basically about players or a player that we don't like at the moment. So strip yourselves in. <laughs> the Hall of Shame is about to start. We're going to start with your monitor. Uh, here we go. Your player you don't like is... Jerome, please. Mitchell Moses. <laughs> <laughs> yes there's a, there's a few surprises in this lot what's your reasoning for uh for not liking i don't know I, he just he he comes off really aggro um and i remember the time he was like giving it to his own teammate during a game and, like, and he's super competitive but he reminds me of one of those guys you know you'll be playing a social team social game and he'd be taking it to like the next level and it's still a social touch game or something like that. And I've met a few players like that, you know, fucking bastard. Bro, it's just social. Just take it easy. He reminds me of one of those guys. And um, yeah, yeah. There's something about him. Yeah, just that kind of like angry man syndrome like, I get from him. So mm. yeah. I can, but he's, I can slightly yeah. relate to that a little bit. I remember our old uh, social touch teams and we go through the whole season and I was like super chilled out the whole year. Except when we got to the final and we started losing. And I, I just remember picking up the ball and booting it like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now I remember that. Yeah, yeah okay. I think a lot of yeah. people remember that in that game. Yeah, they just saw just, uh, just one little moment of just. Anyways, 
Uh, angry man. But he's he's consistent with that. Him and Gutho, uh, I find both quite the when they're together. Gutherina. Yeah, they just sing. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Gutherina. <laughs> You're going to see how relevant that is in a, a minute there, uh, Buddha, actually. Uh, we've got your player <laughs> next as well, Daniel. Your player is Hudson oh. Young from the Raiders. Can we refer to him as Grubson Young, please? There we go. There we go. You were going to pull that one out. I thought I'd yes. find a, a nice picture of him uh, eye gouging. Was that Pompey? He was bloody giving a bit of oh, maybe. the old... Uh, yeah, it was, it was Warriors youngster Adam Pompey. Um, to his credit, of late, he's been less grubby. So I think, you know, but he's always in and around the niggle. Eh? You know, mm. he is, if there's something sparking or starting, he's in and around. Yep. Um, and it probably just dates back to, I think it was uh, 2019, 2020. He had, he had a penchant, he had a little fetish for getting up and around the eye region um, mm. and just couldn't help himself, eh? He just had to come in and do a little WWF right to the eyes. Um, mm. So, yeah, um, <laughs> he, got, uh, he got done twice. So two eight-week stints, I believe. Yeah. Oh wow. One, one on each eye. No. Um. Yeah. He, he does the old uh, the the contact lens uh, examination adjustment. Um, or at least he has in the past. Anyway, like you say, he's uh, he's he's seemingly grown out of it. But um, we had to put him up, uh, put him up in uh, in lights for tonight's uh, short balls. Isaac, you've got the next one, and that one is. Oh yeah. <laughs> Corey Hosbrough, <laughs> Raiders player. I wonder where they get him from. I don't know. <laughs> Ask Ricky Shooter McGavin Stewart. Mm. Yeah, Corey Hosbrough, grub. <laughs> you know, rough and tumble. He, he plays with his heart on his sleeve, but he seems to get away with shit. That's what I don't like. Yes. He just gets away with a lot of stuff yep. that other players wouldn't get away with. And I don't know why. Maybe people just feel. I was going to mention the ginger thing. Nah, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> feel a bit sorry for him. He's, he's, maybe his skin tone's a little opaque, but yeah. Um, yeah, he rubs me up the wrong way. But also, special mention um, to Jerome Luai as well. I hate Jerome Luai. He's just Nathan Cleary's little, you know, let dog sidekick. You know, like the old Warner, like uh, Looney Tunes cartoons where mm. they had the big bulldog and he's a tough one and there's a little chihuahua going, yeah, boss, get him, get him. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Jerome. what Jerome, Jerome Luai is. Yeah, you tell him, boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so those two players are right up there for me. Yeah, that's fair. It's interesting because there's uh, there's none of the, the usual kind of suspects you'd expect in here, like the the real elite grabs of the game, the Munsters and the, the Nelsons because – I've gone for someone who's a bit more topical and maybe not quite as easy um, to pick. I've gone with Philip Sami, who... Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you illustrated the old Gutharina before, um, and that was the shot of him doing the Gutharina. <coughs> Excuse me, I didn't really... I don't mind him doing that too much to Gutho or anything like that, but I just think in general he's a bit of a... I feel like he's a, a real ringleader for the niggle in that Titans team. So, um, yeah, I'm just... I just want to name him as the, the player I don't like this week. But uh. The thing with that, though, with Sami and some of the others, is that they talk a lot of smack, but you've got to back it up with actions, eh? And they're not necessarily... I mean, Grubson Young has made a, he's become an origin player, so he's a fair play. But if you want to compete at the top and talk smack, then you know, you've know you got to back it up with your actions, eh? And I don't mm. think Sami does that, to be fair. We didn't do it on the weekend. 
Yeah, that's right. And I, I enjoyed that very much that he didn't. <laughs> I was just wanting Montier to line him up and just drill him, eh? But uh, that's all good. Um, play safely, guys. Uh, so during the week, we had a bit of uh, junior pathway uh, news coming up for the Warriors. They've opened up the registrations for the junior pathway trials for 2024. So, man, that's going to be exciting because that's going to be at least two extra teams, uh, the Harold Matthews Cup, the under-16s, and then the Jersey flag as well, uh, the under-21s. That's in addition to what they've already got going with the SG ball team. So all of a sudden, you know, that, that just opens up a heck of a lot more opportunities for young people in New Zealand to, or even, you know, from Australia to, to go to New Zealand and, and get involved with the Warriors um, setup. I'd heard a bit of news that they had attracted uh, Luke Hansen from the Panthers um, SG ball team. Uh, he's a, I saw him play a couple of games, he's a half, um, really, really crafty, smart player. Um, so he could be a good guy to add and not sure if they're going to put him in SG ball again or maybe bump him up to Jersey flag, but that's, um, that's a good sort of get and a good sign that we're getting guys, you know, not just from our local catchment areas, which is all important for sure. Is um, he but, uh, connected um, to the Imbop Hansons <laughs> of good stock or something outside of that? that poss space. Possibly. Um, shorter here, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Less girly looking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you mean that, boys? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it caused a lot of confusion for some people um, during the 90s, the old handsome uh, fellas. Um, now, uh, during the week as well, uh, the grand final tickets were on sale. And boy, oh boy, was there a lot of Warriors supporters on different groups around the place snapping them up <laughs> they're, oh yeah they we're getting amongst it i was like yeah. all right that's that's cool man um I, cashing I love in that, those so. same game multis from the tab and buying these tickets eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i turned five dollars into 1700 warriors grand final yes <laughs> oh yes it's getting a bit of fomo i was like do, oh do i get one do i just <laughs> do i just go and get one so i'm just i'm hoping if um when we do make it if we do make it then There'd be other clubs willing to shell out their <coughs> GF tickets and get rid of them for our boys. Yeah, for sure. Um, there'll be, yeah, there'll be some stunned uh, supporters. Yeah, looking to offload them. I remember the last time I went to the um, 2011 Grand Final, us versus Manly, and we ran into some Melbourne Storm people there because <laughs> they, they thought they were going to make it, um, and we uh, we bumped them out. So uh, so they came and cheered for us anyway. So all good. Um, also, really good news uh, I saw on Sunday morning. I uh, woke up to see the great news that uh, Andrew Webster, our great coach, Webby, he wants to be our forever coach. And I like that. Oh. Forever. I'm, I'm choking with emotion at the moment and also on a, a seed from a slice of bread. But, um, boys, we'll start with you, Isaac. What does that, uh, what does that make you feel inside? Does <laughs> it feel pretty good? Uh, well, I can't see why it wouldn't happen. You're right with that seed, first of all, there, G. Not really. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I'll continue talking then. Um, yo, why not? Why can't he be in the same vein as uh, a Bellamy or a, a Bennett or, you know, just those sorts of coaches that are just in it for the long haul with a particular club? I love that. I love that, that foresight and that forward thinking that he wants to stay and build a dynasty, actually build mm -hmm. a dynasty with the Warriors. And he loves New Zealand as well. He says his kid is a Kiwi. I mean, that's no greater endorsement than that. So, yeah, keep him. Sign him long Oh, man. Time. What are we going to do? We love him. We, uh, we, we've, we've, I kind of feel like we've won the lotto uh, in terms of the, the coaching stakes. 
um, with uh, with our good friend Webby. Um, I mean, what can we? What, what sort of contracts the coaches get? Like, what's Bet Bellamy on? Is he on like sort of five year blocks or something like that? How does that even work? I, I have no idea. Not at the moment. Bellamy. Well, sure. Yeah. It's year and year, eh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It must have been about five year blocks, eh? Prior, once he mm. was at that elite coach status. Yeah. As well. Um, so that must be what um, Clary is on as well. Like, that's a, you know, Bellamy and Clary is kind of like until you, until you can't be fucked anymore. You know, just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, for Bellamy, they're like, uh, Craig, it's like almost the end of this season. Can you decide if you're going to coach next year? He's like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but a toing and froing there. I actually ran into Ivan Cleary on the weekend as well at the um, the New South Wales Cup. Oh. It was one of those ones where, um, you know, when you're kind of walking along and you're kind of going for the same kind of gap and there was limited room and I saw it was him and I was like, oh, bro, please, after you, my friend, after you. Um, yeah, much love to, uh, to Ivan. Shit for, before shovel. <laughs> hey? <laughs> shit before shit before shovel. Or age before beauty. Nah, oh man, gentleman, Ig. He's he's a great man. Um, yeah. So, uh, anyways, on to the game. Uh, we won twenty eight eighteen. I think it was. Uh, it's a bit of a red mist kind of setting in. Uh, watching this one for me. So, um, hopefully, I've got these uh, details right. Um, yeah, let's let's have a little look, guys. Um, like we've said, you mentioned before, but that's obviously it's. Uh, a game that we would have lost in years gone by, but Moneta, how big is it for us to to go there, have a lot of things go against us, and you know fuck up a lot of stuff, frankly, uh, and still come away with the two points? It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like I guess you know there was memories of last year when we played the Sharks and they were twelve, and we and we lost that, and I thought, uh oh, this can't be happening, uh, considering how. Cummings the ref, um, yeah, he wasn't doing, I thought, a great job of controlling the game. So that just created, like me, and like you, G, I was starting to get quite frustrated. Mm. Uh, with me, I just go quiet and like, but um, yeah, I was getting frustrated. But um, yeah, we, we weren't ourselves. We weren't as slick as usual. And, uh, but I do think that you can, the Titans were really in our face. You know, what I mean by that, they played pretty grubby. <laughs> I mean, they pulled DWZs here. Mm few high tackles just really slowing down with the ball like deliberately just kind of like hands everywhere in the play of the ball um so they they had attacked it it was kind of obvious they, they were kind of trying to you know just meet us up front really quickly and just in that face and that's where i got started to get frustrated and i it must have you know kind of put us off our game until sean johnson turned up and just turned it around for us yeah so yeah <clears throat> even before the game um it was really encouraging to see that there was seemingly about 8 million uh, Kiwis on the Gold Coast supporting us. <laughs> Isaac, how big of an impact is that having, do you think, for the team in terms of you know getting us over the line in a tough game like that? It was essentially a home crowd for us. Oh, I'm pretty sure the team would have drawn on the energy that we're getting from the crowd because there's a lot of energy being generated with the way that game was being refed uh, against us. I mean... Don't like harping on about the refing against us, but refing. Refing. It was definite refing moments. Eh? Um, but yeah, they would have drawn upon the energy from the crowd. It's just always nice to go to uh, an opposition's home ground and have the, you know, 
good, the equal or greater amount of fans uh, than the opposition team because fuck, they needed it. I mean, yeah, that was um, that was a ball sweaty game. <laughs> it was a struggle. It was a struggle that game to watch. It really yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's funny. Eh? Like um, it was uh, one of our members in Warriors Anonymous, bro. They commented and they were just literally quoting stuff that I would I was yelling during the game as well you know like eat it you bitches or something like that and even my <laughs> wife Lola was getting into it she's like she was like man these guys are just grubs so uh, we, were, we were getting you know we, we we lost our own composure so can understand how it would have happened out on the field as well um but uh, uh Webby said in the post-match conference um you know it's just not where we want to be so obviously great to get the win but discuss the uh the shortcomings of that equation <laughs> oh yeah mate um i mean before i say that i was surprised eight thousand uh kiwis uh on the gold coast all turned up which is amazing i'm surprised because they're all scaffolders as well so must be <laughs> thriving business in the scaffold industry no but just uh what we said yeah like i think we could all tell that we were off they were you know titans um frustrated us i think also, you've got to recognise that uh, Titans came with a game plan to to rush us as well. So, you know, Foran in particular was really coming up hard on on Shawnee as well. So uh, probably just throughout our standard rhythm of how we've just dismantled teams in recent in recent weeks. Um, and then, yeah, and you're just slightly off, a little bit of dewy wet ball, you know, just things like that just mean the timing wasn't quite there. You go back a couple of weeks to the Sharks game where we just blitz them and, you know, those one play in particular, you know, um, when Dylan Walker's through slight sort of trip and then Metcalf's ahead of him, and it just, you know, just got a bit clunky at times. Mm. So, but I think Webby, yeah, recognises that, not where we want to be. Um, but, like, you just got to, you know, Titans were grubby, yep, but they, they played tough. Mm. And actually, we're better for a good game like that as well because we talked about the run-in being reasonably soft but this this did highlight a few things which i think you know you've listed out bro that they're going to have to look at um because uh, you know a, a 13 on 13 side you know you could you could argue that the titans could have got over us mm. um one of those aspects in the first half which was really grinding my gears we'll, we'll throw this to you isaac as our resident playmaker um the fifth tackle options. What was happening with those in the first forty minutes? They were they were way off the mark. I think the um, Gold Coast, yeah, again, despite their grubbiness, which was part of their game plan, I think, um, maybe not grubbiness as such, but to disrupt the Warriors' flow and attack because they were doing that. Mm. So the Warriors were in that first forty. I think they hadn't made adjustments to how they were going to play, and I think in the second half is where. Sean Johnson turned around, but a byproduct of sort of going with plan A and plan A not really working out very well was the kick options were pretty poor or just not executed as well as we're used to seeing. But I think in that second half, you can see after, especially SJ, I think, you know, if he's not right up there with the Daily M uh, front runners, I don't know who's, what's going on with the mm. voting. Um, the way he adjusted in that second half, um, whereas with the, um, outside defense rushing in and trying to cut off a lot of their set play with him just stepping back on the inside and, you know, just being able to beat them right through the middle. Um, 
I think all of that, once they changed their game plan in the second half, it led to a better kicking game. Um, his kicking game was sublime in the second half. That try that um, uh, DWZ scored off how it was 40-meter mm. kick, 40-meter um, low tumbling kick that just got out of Sami. Was it Sami? I think it was Alaphan. Yeah. Yeah, Khan Pereira. Yeah. Yeah, Khan Pereira. Um, but yeah, kicks like that, um, they're pretty special. He made it look easy, but that's not an easy kick to execute. I think also that tackle five, you know, I think you, you know, referred to that one play where Sean, maybe Sean uh, ran it by mm. accident. I think, I'm not 100% sure, but um, Chan's takes tackle, uh, well, tackle that tackle five or the tackle four, play the ball mm. and it, to generate some ruck speed as well. So him not being there, I'm pretty sure he wasn't there. He might have been, might have been KO'd by then or at least wasn't in that set. Kind of, yeah, threw the rhythm out a little bit. Um, and just upset a bit, a few things. And as you said, you know, um, they were rushing, rushing because they know that's our soul kick, really, mm. as well. Um, and Metcalf, you had a couple, but they weren't that effective. Yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. Um, the game plan was good. I had to give it to them. They, the grabbiness was over the top of that, but the actual game plan to nullify our attack was pretty sound in that yeah. first half. Yeah, it was, it was definitely working. Um, mm. Uh, as you know, I guess it's probably a combination of them doing it well and us sort of not being quite on what we were doing. Um, speaking of which, um, <clears throat> this is going to probably be the fun section of the uh, episode. <laughs> I ref in the bunker. Um, uh, yeah, uh, also Ben Cummins, referee. Um, and in the bunker, you know, I know that um, I think like what in the UK. They may potentially have a badger problem, but I think we've got a badger problem over here <laughs> in the bunker. Because <laughs> if we get down to the finals and old, uh, what's her face, badger, Casey Badger's in there. Casey. Uh, all of a sudden, like, all bets are off because I don't know what's going on with some of these de- decisions. But um, monitor, let's run through them, bro. Let's, let's, let's discuss the whole lot. Um, there was, earlier in the first half, um, well, first, there was a couple of instances of hair pulling. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what that. I don't know what the deal is with those, bro. But uh, has anyone got clarification on that? They were just trying to check if it's a wig. <laughs> I don't know. Then my doctor Roach goes, "Oh, then maybe you shouldn't uh, grow your hair." I was like, "What?" And then Marata gets sinbin for a slap. Well, yeah, for like a yeah. you kind of skipped ahead a couple of steps there, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, but that that's, uh, that was the comparison, right? So the hair tug, you know, not being penalized. Like and it did it twice. And like it was deliberate and using the hair to pull down the mm. player. Uh so I, I yeah, it perplexed me. Yeah. So yeah. At certain <laughs> points in that first half, I just wanted Dallin to like sort of let Khan Pereira almost get a little bit outside him and then just yank him down by his um bloody rat's tail. Rats tail. <laughs> Just to get one back. Um, now, uh, yeah, there was there was hair pulling. Uh, there was slapping as well. Um, it's a bit like a episode of Desperate Housewives or something like that. Um, but Isaac, uh, let's go to the Marata one. The slap. What? That 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 was that was a call that was just absolutely rubbished by Corey Parker. Man, I've never seen him get so. Uh, so animated about something, but how did you see the slap incident? I I didn't even see it until they had to replay it, replay it over and over again. And I was like, was that the slap? The... 
he got he got pushed in the face and he was like that he was just like on his way back you know might, he might have thrown a hand out but a slap that was mm. not and then how about in the first instance of Fafita pushing him in the fucking mm. face i mean like eye for an eye type thing just call it a yeah. day but then to go that was a slap that deserves 10 in the bin i think Murata, you know was always going to get the bad rub of the green there because he's Murata and he's got that you know that sort of moniker that he's going to go to the bin for something but come mm. on i mean yeah it's just one of many fuck ups by the mm. bunker but, yeah i've got a bit of a controversial view on that though oh here we go well the amount of football i've seen that for some reason the tackle player getting up to play the ball has a license to push in the face because it's happened so many times nelson is mm. like the chief throw your hand in the face type guy and oh, even and Cameron Munster in the grub stakes, he's always like whacking faces, mm. and then nothing. Harry happens. Grant as well does that. He does Harry that Grant, they just whack. So, but it seems to be if you receive it and you then lash out, then mm. you know the retaliator mm. gets gets done. So, so they're consistent with that bullshit call, mm. you know. Um, and uh, the only my like, minuscule piece of defence to to Cummins is. He had lost control of the game, mm. so he needed something to wrest control back. And it's like that situation where, you know, you've all happened to us, we've happened at school. You know, other people have been fucking around for the teacher, for the same <laughs> thing. You are the fourth person to do it. <laughs> Boom. It's, everyone's done the same offence. All four of us did it. But fucking, I'm sent out. So he did it, he did it, he did it. So, you know, you're the last to do it, and I'm fucked off. Mm. So I think that's where Cummins was coming from. He... And it just obviously just unfortunate it was on us. Um, if they're going to bin them, bin both of them because they yep. both, you know, are involved. Yeah. But yep. um, but then it, maybe he just thought, shit, they were down to 12 men. If I take them down to 11 men, <laughs> then like, this is going to be football soon. So, yeah. Like, slightly controversial, but just, I mean, they lost control of the game. He couldn't control yep. it. Trying Forum to get was coming up every left, right, center. He's, not, was he, he's the captain. He's not the captain, is he? Uh, maybe he was with no Tino there. Potentially. He yeah, could have been. maybe. Yeah. How often was the phrase, um, you know the process, Karen? <laughs> Fair enough. What was all the ref was saying for about the first time? You know the process, Karen. Leave me alone, mate. <laughs> uh, I've actually got to give a bit of credit as well to New Kore because uh, there was, oh, yeah. I could see the moment where him and Fifita were squaring up, right? Yeah. And I was like, man, this could be like, this could be something else right here. Um, but I think that Nukorea must have clicked and gone, hang on, I've had like about three suspensions so far this year. <laughs> if I get done again, I could be out for like, you know, the rest of the year. So so then it was just like, all right, just just back away, taking on the chin, you know, got Sinbin, which was BS, but just just accept it and just um just, He's yeah, a big just man, though, get right? out of there and He's squaring out. He's like, a huge out. I didn't realise he was yeah. that big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like huge. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> man, oh man. Um now in terms of uh, in between the slap and the, the hair pulling, <laughs> there was uh, there was a couple of head high tackles um, against us. Uh, f- I guess fortunately, you'd probably say uh, the first one was Chris Randall went up and bloody uh, did a bit of a shoulder on I think Dallin, um, uh, and then the second one was uh, Moyaki uh, for Dwaika with bloody you know his one on chance. Now Isaac, I don't know about you, but I felt like they missed the trick with the first one and not sin binning him. 
And then I felt like they went overboard on the second one by sending uh, Futawaka off. I know that I know that Chan's got injured and that, but I just kind of felt like they were penalising based on the injury rather than the act itself. What are your thoughts? I think they were, yeah, they were sending him off on the basis of the injury, but also the fact that they probably didn't make, well, they didn't make the right call on the Randall one. So they were just making up for their initial fuck up by, you know, as a ref really fucking up again and probably making the wrong call by sending him off. I mean, that would have been 10 uh, had Randall not got away with it the first time round. I think but, to add to know, that as well is the game the night before and Nathan Brown. So that, for me, yes. that set the precedent that Fortawaka yeah. yep. had to go because he went like, the night Brown before. Went last night. And, yeah. and then the talk has been, oh, did you get, did you, have you been told about the head eye crackdown? As well, so there's an assumption there's a head eye crackdown, but um, maybe it was a bold call that night before. But without that call, then mm. he probably doesn't get ten. He doesn't get sent. He probably see. just gets ten. Yeah, sure. He gets a ten. But yeah, I guess that was really the start where you could see the the wheels falling off the wagon for Ben Cummings. Eh? Like he was just no, his his officiating overall was just poor. You know, just really poor. So many things that got missed. Mm. Um, and then those controversial moments, you know, sort of staying the, staying the game. You know? So it's just disappointing, that sort of shit. Uh, obviously, uh, we lost Chance from that tackle, and I'm guessing he'll be, he'll be out for at least the Tigers game. Um, potentially more, because, you know, obviously um, our team have been really um, just nice and conservative with, you know, bringing guys back into the action this year. So, uh, so he could be out, yeah, for at least one or two weeks. Um, but after the, the incident there, um, the sort of spurred the Titans on to come back and score. Sean came back with another couple of tries, um, including that bloody fantastic one of um, Dallin's pass. Um, yeah, Moneta, bro. Um, Sean, man, he's, he's, mate, he, he guts it out for us. He didn't look like he was enjoying himself, but he, he guts it out. Was he sick or something? He didn't look, he didn't look as vibrant as, I don't know, as it affects yeah. the word. He's got a newborn. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two weeks. Yeah, Jerry. Uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, but no, nah, he, he made some really crucial plays. And I, and I guess the whole, you know, rushing attack, uh, I, I guess that gave, you know, Sean Johnson to be able to utilize his step a bit more and kind of like, yeah, be a bit more elusive with his, with the way Titans were playing. But yeah, he he's the man, eh, really. Um, yeah, what can I say? Uh, from last year, where. I put my hand up. I was, I was thinking, oh, the writing could be on the wall. But um, all it takes is a change in kind of culture, leadership, attitude, attitude. Yeah, and, yeah change and everything just, else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just basically change uh, everything. <laughs> yeah, he's, nah, he's he's great. And can I just make a shout out to Pompey again? I thought he played fantastic. Oh. I thought he covered for my, my, some of my toys <laughs> quite a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah, it yeah. was Marcelo's finest game, uh, and I thought Pompey cleaned up a lot for him in defense and just you know cleaning yep. up the ball and so forth. So um, for all those Pompey haters still out there, uh, nah, I'm I'm glad he's got re-signed. Um, yeah, he's getting better and better every day. <laughs> um, Isaac, do we need to start having a conversation about Monty, uh, one of our favorites? Um, Cossie's back fit and playing in the New South Wales Cup team and he was going really well before his injury uh, is there 
potential for you know a discussion there if if Monty doesn't really start to aim up you know in the next couple of games. Ah, oh, jeez, I honestly think there is. I'm sure you know Pompey's got in the back of his mind. Am I going to have to pull Marcelo aside and have a one-on-one with him about all these fuck-ups that I'm having to clean up? <laughs> you know, just off you know off the record here. Um, but yeah, he's a bit of a down in form, eh? It's a little bit, you know, he's trying. He's definitely trying, um, but it's not clicking for him at the moment, eh? And you've got a guy like Kossi who could be a potential game breaker. A little bit, it's a little bit more X Factor uh, than our favorite uh, Marcello. But um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's a tough one. I, I, I do like Kossi, I do like Montoya, but he's been down in form. And yeah, POMP is having to clean up a lot of um, his mistakes. Mm. I still think Mar- Marcelo is a good player. I just think there's something not quite right. I, I think you know, when we've seen him in his heyday, he he you know runs out, you know gets those meters, he can fend people off. But I think this last few games, he's just been a bit um, off his usual standard. Yeah. Yeah. I actually got to give a shout out as well. I thought um, <clears throat> Rocco Berry oh, yeah. and uh, you know his his edge forward. Oh. And Sean, I thought they all kind of worked pretty well in trying to just minimize Fifita's impact because they were clearly going to try and, you know, um, get him with a little bit of room. But we just, we, we kind of stuck to our guns there, which was really good. F- probably a lot of other things in the area we could work on, like ruck defense and just... Oh, yeah, we yeah. were looking tired, eh? We weren't winning the tackles, in that, especially in the first half and the middle section of the second half as well. But um, Buddha, the, the fan favorites... The brothers were back in action. The Baldies. Brothers. <laughs> Jazz was back, joining Dylan Walker. And I kind of felt like as soon as those guys came on the field, there was a real shift in what we were doing in that first half. Yeah, their, their role is to bring energy, right? So, um, and it was a pretty hard start. And I guess it was also a start, start stoppy start, you know, like um, penalties and bins and all that kind of stuff, meaning that from the there wasn't as much Titan fatigue that we'd normally like. Um, but we're, we're fortunate to have uh, props that play big minutes as well, so we could handle it. Um, but yeah, as soon as they came on, obviously Dills Walker uh, was another running threat with the ball, um, which I thought suited the fact that they were rushing up on the outside, so we could just pick up meters there. And and Jazz, you know, look, um, probably had a mixed game in areas. Um, but, I mean, first game back since round eight. So what do you expect? Mm. But what you know with Jazz, he's going he's gonna to carry well off the off a big carry. So that's mm. his, you know, he's going to do the one-two. He's going to be the two-punch. Um, and he's going to bring line speed as well, uh, defensive pressure. Um, but he, no doubt he would have been blown. But, no, awesome to see them back. And, um, yeah, I guess created the momentum for, you know, that, that really awesome try from, from Shawnee. Yeah, for sure. Um, now the, the could have been another, um, well, at least another try set up by Sean, uh, at the end of the first half, um, Isaac, what did you make of that call against us and uh, negating oh. the try again, hiking back to our badger issue? Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> I obviously wasn't very happy <laughs> with that, that call. I mean, I know to the letter of the law, it's a, is it an obstruction though? It looked like Kieran Foran just gave up. He just gave up, mm. and then he put his hands up straight away, calling obstruction. Mm. Um, but 
yeah, Sean Johnson ran, ended up running behind one of his players um, to get that pass away. But yeah, I just don't know how much common sense refs are allowed these days. You know? Yeah. Because I mean, it's just yeah, you look like a beautiful try to me. Yeah. But he yeah, slightly ran behind, but Foran had no chance of getting out there. No one was in cooey of um, DWZ out there. Yeah. I think a lot of the test in that common sense as well is that. If you think as a fan, if that was going against us, would you be happy with them allowing it? And hundred percent, I'd be like, Psh. that was a try. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the one thing they do with that rule is it's just black and white. So, it you'd want them to apply footy smart, but we know that when when there's decisions or or rules that they apply against sense, <laughs> they fuck it up all the time. <laughs> like how many times mm. we sat there when there was a period of time where. Um, uh, what things weren't strips they you just didn't hold the ball properly so people would come in and whack, whack it and it wasn't a pure stripping motion mm. and you'd lose the ball like we go we used to get killed on that and now they've come back to go no that's a stripping motion so i think this is the one rule which is love it or hate it you just you you know I, as soon as i saw it i was like they won't give that never, yeah never, because yeah. it's black and white mm. and it sucks but yeah. like yeah. you just know it's not gonna happen yeah at least that's consistent, eh? yeah. you know, week in, week out, if something like that does happen, you're going to be more so surprised if they did give that try than didn't, you know, but you'd love to see them give it, but you know it's not going to happen. Mm. Oh, there's one in the yeah. bunker waiting to give it A, but they're like, oh, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be, be that, that riffy. Yeah. yeah. Riffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moneta, you made mention of a couple of individuals um, earlier for our team, uh, but what did you think? Of Jaden Campbell for the Titans. God, backyard. That's all I can think. Eh? He is he is special. Oh. Eh? God, he is so elusive and quick. <laughs> Great football and super quick. He, I, I think he was the yeah. one I was most wary of during the game. I was just like, he could like score a try from anywhere, and um, he's going to be a player to look out for. I think. Um, God, he's good. He's got to play the full eighty minutes. I'd watch the Titans just for him. Yeah. He's he's bloody good. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't we pick it last week as well that Jaden Campbell would be the one <laughs> to be the threat for this yeah. game? And sure yeah. enough, you know. But hey, on, on one point in regards to fullbacks, though, with Chance getting knocked out, how good was Tane mm. to Opiki yeah. as well? Stepping in, up in trying circumstances, yep. filling his boots. And I thought he was. He was pretty elusive and, you know, he didn't fuck up, yeah. you know, was pretty solid. Especially under the high ball, eh? He was really tidy. He just bloody jumped up, bang, made it his own. I was like, oof. That guy is tiny, though. He kind of reminds me, I don't know why, he reminds me of um, Chris Sandow for some reason, just maybe skinnier. <laughs> you remember Chris Sandow? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like really kind of, really, really short and just kind of stocky. Yeah. You mean like that's her height? Yeah, yeah Lance was pretty short. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Short and stocky. Yeah. Tiny yeah, Tane. Yeah. We'll need him again probably this week as well. Um, yeah, oh, he's good. Mighty Mouse. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> so, yeah. I guess there's a couple of positions I've been thinking of that uh, I said on uh, the Wires Up podcast is that, like, let's be honest, no, like, you know, touching wood, nothing happens to Sean. Because something happens to Sean, then we don't have a replacement for Sean. Um, but, and I thought Chans as well, like Matt Pats, but I think. Chance, you know, Chance is obviously elite. He's, he's amazing. But it was so, so good mm. to see Tuopiki 
fill that gap and just gives you a bit more confidence. Okay, right, you know, going into the back end of the season, you lose one of your big key players, oh, you lose your fullback. We've got a we've got a good fullback there. Yeah. He's got some really sharp looking footwork as well. This little mm. tiny tane. So um yeah, I hope he well, gets there was to... a stat going around yeah. with him he broke hundred and eight tackles last yeah. last season. Yep. As well. The Burley Bears, yeah. eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, him and so Khan Ferrero were in the same team. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or just yeah. like video game running roughshod over everyone they play like um <laughs> like Jonas <laughs> yeah like oh, Jonas. Oh. Mather. Jonas <laughs> yeah. wait was it Mather who was the little one who was the little winger Williams on that Rage All-Stars yes. team <laughs> Mather Mather eh? oh yeah was it Mather? I thought was, yeah, it was, Mather. was it Mather or was Mather the first five there was someone who had the massive boot, and then there was that giant number eight, and then there was the tiny winger who was like three foot tall, but fast like lightning. Um, <laughs> um, all right, we we'll probably need to uh just have a little look at our New South Wales Cup um team because man, they had a huge win on the weekend. Um, uh, not huge in terms of score, but huge in terms of uh, the implications for the playoffs because uh, they've only got uh, 26 round-robin games, one one less than the NRL team. So they've only got, what, three three games to go until playoffs. Plus, they've only got a top five to aim for uh, rather than a top eight. So we needed to win that one because it is pretty tight. Uh, so we managed to play against the, uh, the Panthers over in St. Mary's in Sydney. I was chatting to... Um, uh, Richie Morgan's brother, um, Ruben, um, at the game, and he said that in the first half, it just looked like the Panthers were going to put a score on us. So um, I, I missed the first half, got there in the second half. Pretty much got there as we just started covering up, so um, I was clearly the difference in that. Man, bloody um, Volkman's kicking game was on too because it was wet out there, and he was he was kicking it from everywhere. Awesome to um, see, awesome to see. Right-hand touch line just drilled it. I was like, oh, mate. Uh, old mate Freddie, I had a chat to Freddie after the game as well. Just had to introduce myself and say thanks for coming on the podcast. So uh, yeah, so you got the try, and uh, yeah, we uh, we had a good win in the end against uh, the Penny Panthers, which was a uh, sweet, um, really really massive result for those boys. So I thought you were going to have um, what could be the tackle of the season. Oh, Cooler on there? Cooler nah, on they didn't Twitter. have it on the highlights. Oh man, yeah, Sifakula just. Um, Sent Jack Cogger back to his ancestors, eh? Far out, that was uh... <laughs> back to the Knights. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh boy, um, yes, yeah, good, good one. Uh, second place still, um, pretty steady on oh, that yeah. at the moment because uh, the Panthers were kind of closing the gap, so and knocking them back really helps. So next game is on Saturday before the NRL match uh, at FMG Stadium in Waikato. So um, get it, the boys. It is uh, it's going uh, going very well. Um, we're gonna have uh, actually Isaac. Can I get you to run us through our uh, our little expense account? I'll just tear it up for you. The ch- 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 okay. expense account. It is back, and here we go. Back and bigger than ever. More expensive. All right. In Webby, we trust. Oh, and first of all, thanks to Greg Spence for the uh, hard work. Thanks, we love Greg. Stuff. Thanks very much, Greg. Uh, Thank you, Greg. In uh, Webby, we trust Andrew Webster's 13 and 7 coaching record from his first 20 games at the Warriors <laughs> is identical to John Wally. In 1995, uh, a win in Hamilton and Webby will outright own the record for the most round robin victories 
in a debut season at the club, which is 14, beating John Money. Yeah, Money Money. I think that's really important because obviously it's been a great season and we'd like to think in the course of the next few weeks we'll get it. But probably just in highlights, like, you know, statistically how well how good how he yeah. how good he is yeah. as well so you know it's a good good milestone also it, it really um i don't know if we probably recognized it enough as well perception wise because you never really recognized that 95 team t- as being as good as it was um, mm. you look back at mm-hmm. some of the games that they played some of the wins they had and just generally um you know their record in it obviously the substitution issue ruined things a lot but um, but that was that was a yeah it was a good effort by the team uh, as is this year. Yeah, uh, fourteen wins in the regular season <laughs> has only been surpassed three times in Warriors history. The club record of seventeen can be tied this year uh, if the team's current four-game win streak extends to eight. I reckon Sounds we might be able to do good that. to me. Yeah, I reckon we could. And Bunty gets bunted. Uh, Afoa's exclusion from the team's squad on 17, of 17 on Friday was the first time he's been available and missed selection in 48 Oof. matches. So, Mr. Consistency mm. no longer got bunted for the Bald Brothers. Yeah, yeah. give him the rest. Yeah, got to ride the pine. <laughs> and Barry, six times sweeter. <laughs> You know what I want to say, too. You know what I want to say. Uh, after, after starting against the Titans, Rocco Red Rocco has started six consecutive matches. The longest streak is 24 game career. But that's not what I wanted to say, Jared. I think you know exactly Did what I Did it end with say. the sweet of the juice? Yep. Mm. I think I know what you're going to say. Uh, uh, and the Tiger Kings, the Warriors are on a five-game win streak over the Tigers. However, four of these games have been decided by six points or less, and the average winning margin is just seven points. But I don't think that's going to be happening this time around. Uh, that's the expense account. Ching, 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 ching. Thank ching, you, ching, ching. ching. Thank you, Mr. Greg Black Spence. Wonderful juice. stuff. Um, I saw a really good thing as well on uh, what I mean, the, the Legend of Marty Banks Facebook page. Someone just commented on there or messaged him even and just said, you know, the the game coming up this weekend in Hamilton is technically a home game for the Tigers. Um, so, you know, I think we need to acknowledge the fact that they have made the effort to uh, bring one of their games over like every other oh, yeah. NRL club did not. And, yeah, I, I think um, they were kind of just asking for a bit of respect in terms of not booing them, that sort of thing. And I thought, yeah, I like that. I like that, bro. I like I like giving them a bit of a uh, bit of res- respect and appreciation for um for you know just going that extra mile. I know the Broncos had the little thank you New Zealand on their tape, but um, <laughs> but yeah, this is uh this is another level. So um yeah, onto the Tigers as well. Uh, they had a bit of a tough loss um in the, the last weekend against the Raiders. I felt like they could have uh, almost stolen that one. Um, so yeah, there are. They're a team that obviously, you know, they've been struggling a lot through the season. Um, but, Buddha, what do you think that they are going to bring uh, when they come to the Tron this coming Saturday? Yeah, I just would like Warriors fans to be slightly weary on the fact that some of these teams that will come up against, yes, where they are seasons over as well, but they they are in a, a phase where um, 
not as not like the Premier League in you know in English football where those bottom teams are going to get relegated. They seem to play really well at the end of the season, or they can they try to. But I think you'll start to see that these teams won't roll over as much. They had that period of time in the middle of the season where you know they just get whipped. Um, they actually start to get some things right as well. Um, don't get me wrong, you know, on our day as we play, we we should blow them off the park. And the warning from the Titans game should indicate that and we, we will go right, you know, we need to. Um, but, yeah, it, if we played them 10 weeks ago, would it would we'd probably put 80 on them. You know, that's how bad they were going. So um, I think they'll bring a little bit, but naturally we'll just we'll outlast them. Mm. Uh, Monitor, we were a little bit out of character in terms of our errors against the Titans. Uh, tidying up that to where we have been for you know most of the season will go a long way towards you know getting us back on track. Do you think we can, you know, pretty much just make that change straight away against the Tigers? I think so. I think it'll be heavily addressed um, this week during training. I think you know, like Webster during the uh, after press conference, he he alluded to that. Um, you know, we weren't up to scratch. Um, basically. He was saying so. I think again, it you know, it's you know, just pain to the base. It's just cutting out you know those errors, and I think we'll be we'll be all good. Though I, I like to put his point. I do get nervous about the Tigers because they did have Luke Brooks back and RP uh, Corosa. Yeah, forgot uh, the yeah, number nine. Uh, yeah, Corosa and Jesus um, and Laurie. Mm. Now he plays the number six. Um, they look lit. They look good, and they were running circles a bit. Um, around the Raiders and um, yeah and according to Greg Spencer's stat yeah I don't think it'll be an easy game um, yeah and just to add like not forgetting like the Titans actually beat the Cowboys the week before so like to Buddha's point um, I don't they're supposed to be easy games but I think um, you know we could get caught with our pants mm. down if we don't yeah. treat them seriously. So, yeah. some, yeah. I mean, these these teams have got nothing to lose. Mm. You know, their their only role now they're not going to make the eight. Their only role now is to is just play spoiler. A lot of these teams, yeah. Dolphins only beat the Knights. Dolphins yeah. only beat the Knights. Actually, so that's the great, the beauty of the season. Yeah, and the as players as well. They're all playing for contracts, right? Yes. So, you know, um, especially with the, the nature of what's happening at the Tigers all over the place, but Benji starting to take control as well, which I think is the right thing, eh? Because um, I think Gene Zies is pretty much, he's pretty done, eh? Mm. Um, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. The Tigers might play Benji ball, mm. you know? Uh, the ti- uh, the league equivalent of Bears ball. They might just go balls <laughs> to the wall and just throw all convention out the window and just play a completely different style again. Yeah. Um, and it might be against us. Yep. So we'd have to be extra careful that we don't slip up. They've got a lot of, uh, when I look at the, you know, the players they've got, and I've watched a few of their games, and I think, man, that individually they've got a lot of, you know, a lot of good potential there. It's just a matter of, you know, finding the right people to put it together um, and, you know, w- working hard with it. So um, quick shout-out to our yeah. uh, Tigers fans, um, if you're listening. Morsese um, Wheeler, uh, Tim Riley from my uh, my work at SEN, having a bit of a tough year. Uh, was Jeff Farnsworth a Tigers supporter? Yeah, he is, mate. Farnsy. Yeah. I, I used to be a... I used to be a Tigers fan. I was a Tigers fan. I mean, we were Tigers fans. First, hey. first team in 89. Gaza Freeman. Yeah, yeah. stocks down. Stocks yeah. down, yeah. bro. Yeah. I used to love Gary Freeman rolling around. He's used to be with Matt Ritchie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stocks yeah. down low, throwing punches. Eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always used to love that. He'd get he'd get tackled and then roll a couple of metres just to pinch a couple <laughs> extra metres and then play the ball and then just get up and just grab somebody. 
you know, Gary Freeman. To, to your point, G, like, I, yeah, they, they have some good individuals. I like someone put a quote, like, I think, well, no, it was one of the, they were saying, like, the Broncos have, like, a, a team of, like, a, a cha- you know, teams of, was, I can't remember the same. You know, the play, they've got heaps of champions within their team, but the Warriors have, like, you mm, know, right. a champion, yeah, champion team. Champion team. So they've got, yeah. like, Broncos have a, Darkest yeah, game, yeah, Dark. yeah, champion <laughs> team. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Oh, man, I haven't heard that one in ages. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Tigers at the moment. They're, they they are experiencing the what we had experienced in the past yeah. two years. The dawn is well, darker. They're experiencing the, the dark. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the darkness yeah. in the Because I remember yeah. us at the end of last year, weren't we? We were like hoping that no, no. we were about to start seeing the dawn. And um, we have. So. Yeah. Oh, man, we, we should have a pod. We should have a, we should have a little, like a special show just reflecting <laughs> on how shit <laughs> we were, you know. And can we just have that song? It's been a long day. Well, we're just thinking about like oh. the, the Titans game a couple of years ago where Lodge mm. gives the fingers. You put, put that up, That was that is in my top five worst games of watching as well. Yeah. And we had to start the segment with the, the darkest dawn. What is it? Darkest dawn. Darkest dawn. Before Webster, yeah. everything was dark. Yeah. <laughs> Swear to me. You can play when a hero comes along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, he, is. he is a hero. <laughs> Far up. Oh, or uh, some uh, Enrique Iglesias. I can be your hero. <laughs> can we declare on the podcast now, though? Like, And I think everyone knows is. is we're going to the finals, team. Yes. Yeah, we will. We yep. will be. Let's go. We're yeah. going to the finals. How good is oh, that oh, feel? Imagine I see that and we fucking... <laughs> the next four oh, days, yeah. we fall out. Done. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no, let's, let's keep it. Let's, if Webster's not counting his chickens yet, hey, he's not just, wait. Nah. Yeah, he's, okay. he's like he, going, nope, I'm not, okay. we're not, I'm not thinking about the finals. So he was pissed off, bro. Okay. We shouldn't be doing that, too. Yeah, he was right. pissed off. He's going to yeah. tell us. Like, like, and Isaac, like, thanks for getting me... Uh, <laughs> Rico Iglesias' song in my head now, so that's really bad. Rico <laughs> Iglesias. Oh, I can be all here to place play. to uh, leave everybody with that. We've got to get on out here because we've, uh, we've run out of time, guys. <laughs> my name is Jerry Cranon on behalf of Daniel Farakura, Monero Sauce, yeah. Isaac Sauce, Sostradamus. Um, yeah, big game against the Tigers coming up. Uh, if you can get to the, the game in Hamilton, Bloody hell, get along. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I think Warrior Nation are doing a viewing party in Sydney as well. Um, details, TBC. But uh, we are Warriors Anonymous. We're on Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Threads, TikTok. Psh, I don't know. What's Threads? Uh, so it's like an Instagram version of Twitter. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, I put us on there and I haven't really done anything with it. <laughs> Anyways, also on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Check us out. Listen to Up The Wires. Do whatever you like. Um, Only fans? Yeah, well, not yet, but getting there <laughs> the sealed section um yeah catch you guys uh next week when we've hopefully got another two points in the bank and a little bit better as well up the wires go the warriors i can be a hero <laughs>